believe it actually, well, I put the mask on at 10. At 10 years old, I realized that if I just smiled and I looked like I was fine, everybody believed I was. Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. Sometimes you have to go through the darkness to reach the light. That's what I did. After 12 years of recovery and sex and love addiction, I finally found my soulmate, myself. Please join me in my novel, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict, a four-time bestseller on Amazon. It's a brutal, honest, raw, gnarly ride, but hilarious at the same time. Check it out now on Amazon. Welcome to Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brianne Davis-Gant. Today, I'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets. We'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others. You know those deep, dark secrets you probably want to take to your grave? Or those lighter, funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing? Really, the how, the what, the when, the where, the why. And today, we have an amazing guest. I am a fan of hers. And so I have a question for you, Gwen. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Look, she says it singing. But here's the question. <laughs> what is your secret? So my message is not like a, it's, it isn't, doesn't feel like a dirty secret. But it is still a a very important secret. And I feel like it affects more women than we would like to say because of who it affects when we say it. So my secret is that I was a mute in my profession and in my marriage for 12 years. Wow. So in other words, you didn't have a voice. I did not have a voice. And I, you know, have had to really recognize that and take accountability for allowing that to happen. And then digging in deeper to find out why, you know, I am such a naturally uh, friendly, personable Mm -hmm. person. But for some reason, I allowed myself to, to hide behind a mask and allowed myself to, to be quiet and not be heard. Wow. So when do you think that started? If When you think back now, when did it start? I believe it actually, well, I put the mask on at mm-hmm. 10. At 10 years old, I realized, you know, with all that was going on with my parents' divorce across two different countries mm-hmm. uh, between England and Miami, um, I had to really rely on myself. Um, I had to become a, a grown-up basically at 10. And uh, I realized that if I just smiled... And I looked like I was fine. Everybody believed I was. And I don't, you know, people can't see me, but like I have the biggest smile you've ever seen in your life. And I have 7,000 teeth. So like. (laughs) You do. I have a good, I have a big smile too, but you beat me. Like your smile's bigger than mine. My mask was big. Yeah. When I look at babies and I smile, they smile back because they're just like, wow, I want to try and do that. (laughs) You know, um, so I. I, I put this mask on. I realized I could pretend that I was fine and, and didn't realize that I was pretending it to myself as well. Mm-hmm. You know, in the meantime, end up, I, I you know, I start modeling. Um, I, I, I earn money from this smile. I'm on prices Right for 12 years. You know, yeah. this smile, this mask is doing well for me. So it seems, yeah. you know. 
Yeah. It's like you're banking on it. Like it's a part of you now. And that's for me too, as an actress, it's like, I put a mask on top of a mask on top of a mask and didn't even know who I was underneath those masks because I thought those masks were me. Exactly. And they're working, right? Mm-hmm. In life. You're like, so it's working in life. You know, I'm, I seem to have friends, you know, I, I you know, I got a marriage that seems to look amazing. I've, I've got this job that, I, you know, so yeah. what's the problem here? Well, the problem is I'm not really who I am. Yeah. Not really okay I'm not really happy mm-hmm. it's just a really good mask yeah. so now I, I gotta have the courage to to see what for myself is behind it when I take this off what's gonna be there what's the reveal when did the crack start on the mask because there's a moment you look back and you're like Mine was looking in a mirror going, oh my God, like dark night of the soul. Something is seriously wrong here. And I remember that moment in Eat, Pray, Love where she's like on the bathroom floor in the middle of the night. Like that was her breaking point. Like what was yours where you were like, something is wrong here? I mean, I knew that I wasn't happy in my marriage. Like it's been a while already, but I, I'd had two kids and I, I knew that I, you know, was like, okay, I've got to try to figure out how to not be in this unhappy marriage. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I found out I was pregnant with my third baby. And uh, I don't think I've ever told this story before. So this is truly for you, Brianne, right? So I, I didn't know I was pregnant at the time when I was actually on prices, right? And makeup and hair, you know, you know how makeup and hair is on the show. That's where all the secrets go down, right? Yeah, right. And, And wardrobe. And they're like, you know, would you have another child? And I was like, no, like, no, because I mean, three kids, <laughs> like three, I will never have a life again. Like, how could I do anything? You know what I mean? And so I, not realizing I'm, I'm saying this as I'm pregnant, right? Because I find out when I'm 10 weeks right? and I'm like, oh shit, I'm 10 weeks. Like I got to have this baby, you know, like I'm going to have this baby I mean, and I'm married, so you should have your baby when you're 10 weeks. Like, you shouldn't even be thinking not to have your baby. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. Like, she obviously is supposed to be here, so let's go for it. Let's do this. And and, and, And when I had her... Before, you know, I was thinking, oh, my God, I, I, I'm not going to be able to do anything with my life. And like, I'm just going to be a mom and I'm just going to be working at Prices Right forever. And then you have another child, another human being that's going to need from you with that time. Then you got to go, well, got to sacrifice, you know. Yeah. So when she was born mm-hmm. and she looked at me, her eyes said to me, because I am here, you can do everything. <gasps> wow. I received that. I'm literally looking at my arm. People can't, you can't see it, but I have chill bumps right now. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I was like, okay. Mm. Okay. And, 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 and not that like each one of my children has impacted me in a huge way, but that spoke to me (laughs) so loudly. And, you know, she's nine now and she is that lady like at nine she's a little lady and she is that you know I I knew that I had to be all that I could be for her for her 
mm-hmm. for her to show her that she was right, that her energy was right. And that I'm going to be here to show you that I can do everything. And you know what's crazy and why I feel okay to tell you the story is because I told her this. Like she's old enough for me to tell her this story. And I told her this about, I don't know, maybe like six months ago. And when I told her, she cried. Oh. And I wasn't expecting that kind of reaction. She was eight at the time. Like it really touched her. And she goes, that is so sweet, mom. Like that is so sweet. I was like, oh, she was almost like your angel, like she was, angel. or a mirror for yourself. A mirror. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It was I like, like she came out and said, mom, I need you to have a voice. I need you to be you so I can be me. Do you know yes. what I mean? Yes. Beautifully put, Brianne, beautifully put. Because I didn't know that she was going to be who she is, which is a non-stop energetic ball of singing and dancing and you can follow my Instagram and see her on there and like she's constantly just everything she loves tennis and track and soccer she's athletic and she's creative and she's all these things mm-hmm. and I'm like I've, I've always been all these things too and I'm like oh wow so I get to see this in human form in somebody else mm-hmm. and help curate it you know help mold it and and help it to be the best it can be. And if I never showed her that I could be all those things, she would never feel like she could be all those things. Exactly. She was your savior. Yeah. So that was my moment. And I, and then, and then also from there, you Mm -hmm. know, um, being tapped on the shoulder to be in Wonder Woman by the director and working on Wonder Woman 1984. Mm -hmm. (sighs) That was the confirmation for me because I saw these amazing Amazon women that were literally real. Like you can't pretend to be an Amazon woman in Wonder Woman 1984. Okay. There's no fucking pretending in that. Like you really have to be the shit, you know, and you know, you need to be athletic and graceful and creative and you have to be able to get along with people on set and you got to have grit you know, because the shit is hard, you know? Yeah. Um, so long I'm, hours I'm, too. Long <laughs> hours. Yeah. I'm admiring and you got to be brave as hell. Like you're facing all these things. Like even the stunt women on there mm-hmm. are in moments where they're in tears because they've never done this type of shit before, but that you, you're figuring out in these moments how to, you know, connect yourself to this wire, to do that, to jump off this. And how is, how is the wind today with the gravity and the, and the weight of my body, you know, all these you know, scientific mathematical things that are going along with all of this. So I am in these moments with these incredible women yeah. and I'm admiring them. And I'm like, Gwendolyn, you're one of them. Like you're not here interviewing them. You <laughs> yeah. know, you're not here to, to be a fan. You're one of them. Here's your mirror. Right. See it, See it. and do it. And so that was it. I said, right, that's it. I, I'm, I'm, I see it. I see myself. I see myself. Because if I don't see myself, then they don't see themselves either. Yeah. And, and, I, and I was like, right, I, I need to, this has to be for other women too. Like, this is where we have to really support one another. And it was, you know, I, I didn't know I was going to come back to a pandemic, you know? Yeah, no. Right. But, but in my mind, I was like, right, now I'm back. I'm connecting women. Mm-hmm. I am finding the Wonder Women of the world. And, and we are going to share our shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we're going to share it. 
you mm-hmm. know, and we got to, you know, we got to uplift each other. We've got to share, you know, how much fucking work it takes, like for you, even Brianne, like I admire the amount of work you do and, you know, your tenacity and, you know, you're, you keep going. Like I have to be here to show you that what you're doing is the right thing every day. Right. The, the, uh, yes. And, you know, and as you do for me, you know, admiration is not just a word. Inspiration is not just a word. Like you're actually doing it. I think of you in my brain, you know, as one of my wonder women and go, well, okay, this is a moment that I know I've had a conversation with Bria and, uh, and I know I that she's it. doing this right now. So I know for her, I got to do this for me too, you know? And that's what I mean, that's the whole thing. We're all in it together. And if you look at it that way, we're all uplifting each other and giving each other a chance to have a voice. The me too, you know, like stepping in. When was the moment you actually got out of the marriage? When was the moment you actually felt like you had your voice back? Um, well, I, I mean, I can tell you that they were kind of two different moments. I, I do remember the moment that I said, right, I'm done. It was when I got back from filming. Okay. And I, I, I kind of just, I know I was in front of the stove. <laughs> I was in front of the yeah. stove. The most random place you would never think. <laughs> yes. It's just like, you know what? <sighs> this is the last meal I'm cooking at the stove. Like I, I, I'm done. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not waiting anymore. Not, life is too precious. Yes. And and I've got to do it. I've got to go. I have to go to the life that I'm supposed to be living because this is not it. How fucking brave. Honestly, so many people stick it out. And I and I do find it fascinating that that first moment when you found out what right before if you would have a third child that you were still trying to make your marriage work because you were sleeping yeah. with him. So obviously you were still doing, trying to make it work, but there comes a point when you have to say like, enough is enough. This is not working for my soul anymore. Yeah. I I had to value. Okay. Before I move on and I say that sentence, I'm going to say, I slept with him one time (laughs) at that time in that year. And that baby came from that and her birthday, September 28th. So if you go back in time. Mm-hmm. It was New Year's Eve. Okay. So anyway, moving forward, <laughs> I had to value my, my human being and all of what it has, all of the history it has, um, my, my special source, my magic, you know, yeah. and know that that was worth leaving this, you know, wealth basically in money. You know, I had to say like, that is so, there's so much more richness in that that I know I need to bring for myself and enhance and for my children. So <sighs> I love that, that was what I had to, and I, I had to say to myself, who cares about the cars and the, and the money and the clothes and the this and that. All they the don't shit go with you. That shit does not go with no, you. No, <laughs> It's worth so much more. So I had to just keep believing in that. Um, I, I just, especially where we are in Los Angeles, it is such a, people choose the other path to stay, right? Yeah, yeah. When they are really miserable and acting out normally in other ways to like give that stimulation, that boost. But like, I just believe you turning and telling this story and saying the money, the cars, the security is not worth it. Like your inner being is more worth it than that outer stuff. 
absolutely. I mean, I really, you know, it's like I was basically in a sexless marriage. I'll say Mm -hmm. that again. I was basically in a sexless marriage Mm -hmm. and there was no like real love and connection going on. And I knew that um, I'd had that before in previous relationships. And I knew that this wasn't healthy for my children. And I wouldn't want my children to model that. And I wouldn't want to see my children in a marriage like that. And I wouldn't want them to feel like they got to stay in a marriage like that because of exterior, right? Like when we have these children, we have these babies and all they are are the being they are. And as mothers, all we do is fucking take care of the being that they are, right? So that they can blossom and become the most, they can maximize the best humans that they are, right? Mm -hmm. Capable of being. If I'm going to take care of myself, if we're going to talk about self-love, if I'm going to take Mm -hmm. care of myself with that type of love, Mm-hmm. then why am I allowing a car made of metal and, and a house that can always be rebuilt or remade or redesigned or redone or whatever? Why am I going to take these temporary things and think that those are more important than the human being that I am? Yep. How am I going to tell my daughter or son later on in life how to really believe and love themselves and be happy in their moments with who they are when I've shown them that I couldn't even do it for me? Exactly. <laughs> Because here's the thing, and I saw this picture the other day that I want to share with you because it's the same thing you're talking about. They showed a house, like a mansion, and like a grave in front of it. And they showed a shack and a grave in front of it. And the grave looked the exact same. (laughs) It doesn't matter. All that other stuff. So I love that you leaped off that building into the unknown, not not knowing who you were going to be on the other side, who you're going to be without him. So when was that moment that you finally decided I'm done? I have these three kids and I'm going to jump off into the unknown, not knowing what's on the other side. Yeah. The moment was um, after I got back from filming Wonder Woman 1984 Mm -hmm. and I had already seen you know, other women that I admired. And um, I don't, I talked to other women as well that were also single moms that were, you know, there were so many different ways of living in life. Yeah. And, and because they were all so international, you know, this film is women, these women are literally from around the world. Yeah. I, that's, that then re- reminded me and I'm filming also in London, which is where, I mean, I'm from England, you know, I'm from Bath, but I'm, I'm in my place of birth and, it just was all so um, serendipitous that I was like, right, I got to take this message and I've got to go live my my real life, my real purpose. Uh, I've got to stay in my passions, you know, and I knew that um, coming back to the place where, you know, get what gives me that inner sense of peace that really makes me smile is creativity and being back in the arts. Um, and so I, I did. I, I just started you know, back, back on my piano, uh, you know, learning, getting back into singing lessons and back in my acting classes and, and really just getting back to who I knew I was before yeah. the marriage, um, feeling sexy again. And, and it's okay. Like not feeling like it's not, it's not okay to be sexy. Like just because we're fucking mothers who, you know, are married, like we shouldn't have to it still feels like we're supposed to have a fucking apron on. Yes. You know, like, it's like, no, for real. Like if we are for real changing the way that life looks like, then we shouldn't have a fucking problem with how Cardi B is with her jumpsuit on celebrating her belly. Like 
come on. Like, that's fucking amazing. She's showing what we can do, you know, like to another level. Like I did it on prices, right? I was the first model to, to do it for, you know, full pregnancy and come back and have the baby after show the baby afterwards. Oh, I you know, love that, was, that. Yeah. That was the, you know, that was a break. That was a breaking barrier point in my career. And, you know, to see that, like the women who support the show, the women who watch this show yeah. are women at home having babies. You know what I mean? So why would we not show that that's what models do too? Like, just because I'm a model, I don't have a baby another way. Like, yeah. I still, you don't have like a magical belly. baby that doesn't <laughs> affect your body somehow. You know, no, like, yeah, it still is grown in my body. I still go to work. Like I can still show you the cars and then this and the that and the blah, 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 blah. And then come back and here's the baby. And then I can work out and I'll get back fit again. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Showing you the realities of, of what women are, what we go through, how, how we do that, that is what we are needing to do right now. Uh, and I wanted, I really wanted to be a part of that, showing that, and I still am doing it. Like, I still want people that I still have to do it with my kids now. Like, you know, my son's 13 and mm-hmm. he still is like, you know, oh my God, please don't post that picture. Like, you're too sexy and it's going to kill and you're my like, life. No, I'm living my truth, son. And he'll, he's going to pick a woman that lives her truth because you are, you know? Exactly. You, mm-hmm. you like, son I have been a sexy woman yeah I mean Mm -hmm. like I've been that and I I'm not gonna not be that because one of part of my identity is your mom you know because I had an identity before you got here and and I don't have to feel like I need to make that smaller because I'm a mother like why and how okay I we're running out of time but how does it feel to actually have your voice back actually have your purpose back like I know you have the podcast and I've been on it. So how does that feel? How are you giving it to the world now? Like you said, with Wonder Woman and all of that. I, you know, I feel like I am actually living life. I'm not existing. To the fullest. To the fullest. That feels amazing. It feels incredible. I feel alive. Mm. And you have to live to feel alive, yeah. to share and, and live in your purpose. And, and, and I really feel like I'm doing that. I'm on my journey. I feel like I'm in the right places at the right time. I'm meeting the right people and finding the right friends. I'm talking to you, Yay! you know, <laughs> it feels really good. So thank you for having me. Yeah. And I just want to say, it's like, I just am inspired that you wanted to come on and share this because the secrets that we keep hidden from ourselves are sometimes the harder ones to talk about than, you know, the ones that happen to us. So I'm so grateful. And I have one more question for you. If a woman is listening right now and she's in a empty marriage or worried about life on the other side or feeling mute herself, what would be your first advice to her? Um, I am for marriage, right? So I don't want people to think that because I'm divorced that I am not for it. I am pro-marriage if it is a healthy place. If you feel like you're unhappy and you're unable to voice that, then we already have a problem, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like there's a problem that you feel you're in a situation. So like then talk to us. To, I, I'm so about therapy. I have a mm-hmm. therapist. You have to have somebody to help you with your mental mind the same way you do with your physical body and help you to get to a place where you can advocate for yourself. Once you feel that you can take your thoughts to speaking and then to action, things will start falling into place. And that is what I, that is what I tell everybody, like 
Do not keep the thoughts in your mind that are helping to propel you forward. Help somebody sort those out so that you can then put them into actual words and then you can hold yourself accountable to those words. Even if it is, I am going to make sure that what I do makes me happy, not pleasing somebody else, you, not your children, (laughs) not your husband, not your mom, not your auntie, not your sister, you, and be honest and move forward out of the truth. I love that. I love that because I always say you cannot trust the addict brain that got you where you are. You need help getting out of it. You can't fix with the brain that it made it, you know, made it where you are right now. So thank you so much. Please tell people your podcast before you go and where they can listen and see you and follow you and all that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So my Instagram is at ITS. G-W-E-N-D-O-L-Y-N, which is spelled It's Gwendolyn. And you can find me on all platforms with that, LinkedIn, um, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and also uh, Tea with Gwen is on all social platforms. So you can find that on Spotify and iTunes and Google and all the things. So go listen to all the Wonder Women of the world on Tea with Gwen. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so grateful to know you. And your beautiful big smile. I'm going to take a pic of us real quick. Okay, hold on. Let me me stop it. Oh, and if you want to be on the show, please email me at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Until next time. Thanks again for listening to the show. Please subscribe, rate, share, or send me a note at secretlifepodcast.com. And if you like to check out my book, head over to secretlifenovel.com or Amazon to pick up a copy for yourself or someone you love. Thanks again. See you soon.